1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Our Portuguese Table. My name is Angela and Maria, how are you today?
0: Hi, hi. Uh, hola, querida. I am fine. Hola. I'm doing well. Good. It, um, you know, it's it's fall. It feels like fall. It does. And, uh, I'm enjoying it here in the East Coast because it's nice crisp mornings. So, today today's today's been a good day. Today's oh, been that's good. good. Day. So far so good. <laughs> so far so good. And was
1: it I, out no- there? Um, it's uh, the sun is out, but it's uh there's a crispus crispness in the air as well. Um There is. So So I love it. I happen to love fall and winter weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just my I my preference though. Um you know, I like the summer too, but I just love the turtlenecks and the sweaters and you know Yeah, being, the sw- you can't beat the sweaters. Being cozy on the sofa yeah, with the blanket and all that. So the only thing definitely. I the only thing I don't like is, you know, that it gets dark at five o'clock so but yeah that's a whole other story yeah that's a whole but story. um today we have a, a unique guest because so it's a topic we really never ever talked about before which is genealogy and yes. and we both touched on it and it's becoming more and more popular in the community people wanting to you know discover their roots and where are they from and things like that so let's bring in our guest Doug DeRocha Holmes hi Doug
2: hi how hey, are Doug. you hi I'm doing great
1: well, welcome to our table. Thank you. So I, you know, I introduced you, as, you know, with your name, obviously, but I don't, you know, do you have, a, do you go by a title? Do you go by like genealogy extraordinaire, genealogist extraordinaire? <laughs> oh, you know. the
2: universe. How about that? There we go. <laughs> that works. <laughs> sure. Why not?
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, when you. Like, do you have? What does your business card say? Do you have a business card? What does it say?
2: Actually, no. I I just rely on uh, internet for uh, for that word of mouth advertising. Okay. I have my my website, so people find me through that.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I would say you're one of the like I don't know. I don't want to say premier experts, but like when people think of genealogy experts or resources or people to talk to, especially about the Azores and especially about Treseta. Your name comes up. So like you're the go-to guy. I'm
2: glad and, to hear that. Or,
1: yeah. Oh, at least that's
0: awesome.
2: At
1: least from my perspective. I don't know. Maybe there's someone else out there I haven't heard of. But <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: well, no, so, there's nobody else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody else, Angela. It's just <laughs> not, <laughs> not.
2: you better not find out about them anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, the thing about this is, you know, like like you said before when we we introduced Doug is like, you know, we're in that age right now where everyone is having DNA tests. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to know, yeah, you're, you know, you're Portuguese, but, you know, or you're Italian or you're whatever. And, but I want to know more. I want to know exactly where like my family, my my DNA comes from. And, um, and I think there's, there's a huge amount of people that just want to know more about family and their roots. And so I can see this as being something, um, That's just incredible to do and as a gift for people who are looking for it. And so how did you start on this, Doug? How did this
2: all begin? On the DNA or just genealogy in general?
0: I mean, what you're doing now, which is the genealogy part. I mean, the DNA part, that's really neat. But now for genealogy, you're wanting to know, you know, grandparents' names and grandfather and great-grandmother and the islands and the village and the, you know, it, it fills in that part that the DNA part can't fill.
2: Yeah. Well, for me, it started actually on my mother's side, which is not Portuguese. Um, my mother's, <clears throat> her mother was, was born in Hungary. And, and mm. for me, that was always a big mystery. Like, wow, this is sort of like exotic and mysterious. I didn't, we didn't know much, but <clears throat> she, she gave me a, uh, a baby book everybody in our all the my siblings had baby books and she wrote in the names that she had They were all Americanized names because they're from Hungary. So they didn't have that exact name. But anyway, it started there back in um, 1989 <clears throat> and That was when my uncle her brother was still alive My my mother herself died a long time ago. So I was able to I was on the East Coast and I was uh, traveling through Brooklyn and and that general area where my mother was born, and my uncle introduced me to all sorts of information and places and stuff, buildings where his father was a dentist and this and that, and so it, it just all became very interesting. And it uh, very soon I found myself at the library in Salt Lake City, which is the Mormon Library. They're the premier place to do to who that gathers all the information so I was able to find a lot of information about her side of the family but before I left there I decided okay my father's alive and well so I'm going to give him some information that I uh, had not yet looked into on his side so I started digging into that and there's a little bit of uncertainty like I found the right people but everything seemed to match and I, I came home with uh, some stuff for him to see too. And, and by, the 19, by 1990, I was uh, going full blast at all this stuff and, and uh, finding out what I could about my family.
0: Wow, that's
1: awesome. And so where did you start? Like, how did you, I mean, so obviously you, you, you know, your parents gave you names and stuff, but then like at this time, Was there Ancestry.com? What were the resources available for you you to get?
2: Well, let's see now. Back then it was before the internet, so there was no Ancestry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, people people then used to do, you used to do a lot of writing letters off to places like government agencies, Uh, maybe that would be uh, the state of Iowa or wherever you might have your ancestry and, you know, New York City to get a a birth record or a death record or whatever, nothing was online. Of course, there's no such thing as online. And then you also had the Mormons that had things on microfilm, and Ooh. that's what I was looking at when I was Or microfiche at that time. Uh, well, microfiche is a uh, is the little square things, and and that was usually not where they had the, the stuff. They, oh. they kept it on microfilm, which is like a roll of uh, like a like an old eight millimeter roll of a 35 millimeter roll of film. So you you put it on the machine and you crank the handle. It's really funny to talk like this as if it's so ancient history, but it's not, it's not that ancient, but
0: no, it isn't. Well, because I remember doing, you know, uh, schoolwork where I had to look up things and I had to go to the library and look on that microfilm. And it was, moving things and going back. And so, yeah, I I think we're aging ourselves and we're putting an age on ourselves. Uh, I think Angela is still a baby. She did not have anything to do with any of that stuff. No, no, no. I
1: Um, You make it sound like I'm 22 and sometimes uh, I feel like I'm 22, but I did, I, when I was in high school and even, uh, so in high school, I did the whole microfilm microfiche like research yeah. for papers and stuff, and oh, when I okay. got when, and when I got to college, we still had to find books using a card catalog in the library. You, so, you knew the Dewey Decimal System. I uh, think yes, no one I knows did. the Dewey Decimal System now, but I t- we did have yes, to learn the Dewey Decimal so, System. You know, not that I want to be portrayed as old, but I I, I do remember a world without the internet. In fact, inter- email only came online my senior year of college. And oh wow, yeah. Okay. So yeah, That's I fun. can't imagine. I mean, because it's hard now. Doug, even with all the resources that we have, I can't even imagine the, the work and the the amount of letters and waiting and stuff like that you would have to have done in a world without the internet. Because, so for example, I, uh, in, in trying to get my, my citizenship for Portugal, because I'm third generation, we had to go find my great grandmother's birth records, right? In Portugal, that's where you had to go because my grandmother, all my grandparents were born here. My parents were born here and they couldn't find it. So I had to start the process over again and apply via marriage. And so I'm still going through that. So like we can't even find the, the birth records because you had to, like we had to, um, or at least, I mean, I haven't gone to the arch- archivus, right, in the, the city where she was born. But we put in the request and they came back to us and said, well, we can't find it. Are you saying uh,
2: that's, the, that's the status right now? You still can't find it?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I haven't asked again, but yeah. Well, no,
2: I've can't. got good news for you because I have it.
1: Ah! What? Okay. Well, this is on the mainland. So I know you do a lot of the. Azor. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about your, your, your link to, to SETA.
1: But uh, Hey, but I could do it through that side too. Why not? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that would be great. <laughs> Send, <laughs> Send it to me. And
0: <laughs> like, hey, wow. My, like, I love this. <laughs> So, so who did you find, Doug? What's
2: the name? Just say the name. Just say oh the God, know, name. Oh you know, I'm you're you're talking about something that I haven't looked at for many years. I have no idea. I think that all I can remember is that is the name Costa, but I don't remember anything else.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was that's the last name. Well, that's the middle name because so it was the Costa Narciso. and then um, you had Pareda, right? I had Preda.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're Jewish too? No, you're no, Jewish? Pareda's not Jewish. That's the I that's thought Pareda was. That's a big fallacy. Oh, really? Oh, no, yeah.
0: I thought all the trees named people after the, uh, certain fruit trees and all that were Jewish.
2: Oh, that, yeah. That's the biggest lie. I don't know why people that how that started.
1: Oh, funny. Yeah, so, okay, so, t- so let's think about
2: it. This, this, oh, there's a. Um, I can't remember for sure. I'd have to look at my records as I talk. But there's a guy named um, Nuno Alvarez Pereira. And he is a nobleman from, the, like, the 1300s. Yeah. The name Pereira is really, really old in, in Portugal. So I use him as an example because he's like one of the – you can't even get higher than except until you get to the king. Was, he was way up there. And so the name of Port, uh, of Pereira, it happens to be, you know, meaning pear tree, but uh, it ne- has nothing to do – see, people started – saying like Oliveira or Pereira or other things that fruit trees or something. I don't know why they picked that, but that they had something to do with the Jews. Well, the Jews were forced to convert in around 500 years ago. And so they uh, picked, if they didn't already have some Portuguese version of their name, they picked names just out of a hat. And, you know and they picked the names that were around them and people that they're heard of so every single name that exists in Portugal at least one Jew had probably picked it so there's you know every single name you couldn't say they're all Jewish names well it's true they were Jews used them but that's just because they all adopted them that's nothing to do with the origin of these names so no most most almost nobody percentage-wise it, uh name Pereira is going to be fine that they have a Jewish ancestor with the name Pereira. It's just, this just doesn't work that way.
1: So that goes for like Moreira, Freira, like any nothing. of the Eiras.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah. Interesting. So, okay, uh, okay. So everybody, Pereira. everybody Pereira out there who thought really you were weird. Jewish, you're not. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Freira is referring to, uh, Ferreiro, uh, the, you know, the, the blacksmith trade. So that's like another name, like Smith, you know, or Schmidt, if you're German, you know, th- that's what that refers to. Right. Um, but um, yeah, it is really, there is a sort of a, um, a wave, uh, a modern trend to find Jewish links. And if, if you're trying to find it through the fact that you have the name Pereira, which probably a hundred percent of Portuguese do have that name, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to get anywhere with that. If you don't have J- Jewish traditions, that have been handed down to you through your ancestors that, you know, there's probably no chance that you're going to find <laughs> any, any connection to the, to the Jews.
0: Yeah, unless you do a regular DNA test and you. Will say, yeah. Right.
2: yeah. Yeah. No, there are ways to do that. that it, into yeah. there's, uh, there's some specifics on how you can kind of verify things, but Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, because uh, at least 15% of Azorians have Jewish, uh, come from Jewish descent.
2: It, I, I think 100%. I don't think you can be from the Azores and not have at least a tiny percentage of Jewish yeah. ancestry.
0: They, uh, because that's what with uh, when I met with uh, people at the uh, Heaven's Gate uh, Synagogue in Punta Delgada. Mm-hmm. The um uh, doctor um oh my goodness I uh I can't think of his last name now oh my God he's he was such a sweet man too and um yeah there there is and my family is one of them we we do have that percentage of Jews Jewish in our family mm-hmm. so, but I uh, but we got that through DNA
2: yeah last time I looked I had uh there's a, a recent change in things uh on how they evaluate percentages but I was looking at mine and I have one percent.
0: Wow, interesting,
2: but it could be coming uh, through my mother too
0: right right right, right, right so let's talk about
1: the DNA testing thing. How has that helped uh with the whole genealogy picture right So more people are getting involved, right, more people are doing the test how has that um is it easier to start tracking people's lineage, or is that or no, because it's not, I mean, they're sort of related, but they're not, right? Like, just because I do a DNA test doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden going to know who my five times
2: great-grandmother was, right? Right, yeah. I- you don't get any names. You get percentages of stuff. But you do get connections uh, to other people who did the test. And if they have a good tree, you can kind of get an idea that um, if you're getting a lot of answers, a lot of connections deep through DNA to people who have a known connection to the one or another island, then you could kind of start to think, hmm, maybe that's, I have some ancestry from there, even though it won't tell you exactly how that's one part of the test, but there are other tests that do give you more specifics.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, I have to say something and, and it's something that sometimes bugs me. And that is when I tell someone that I am, um, my family is from that I was born because I was, I was born in San Miguel. And that my, um, but my ancestors and <laughs> I know that they came from the mainland. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it, you know, I can go back to the date, but I know through genealogy because I have my mother's side of the family who someone has been doing it for several years, just on the family name and all of that, and and I can trace back my mother's family back to 1746. To Trajos montes So, and I know that my family went from Trajos montes to Algarve. Uh, some people uh, of them went to uh, Madeira. Some went to Brazil. Some went to Sa- uh, Santa Maria, which was the very first island to be inhabited by, from all the nine islands, that was the first one. So when I mentioned to someone the other day, they were, I'm saying, oh, you know, I can't wait to go to Strasbourg because that area, and I, I don't have the name of the, the village that I, that I need to go to right now, but um, so, and I'm saying, but I need to go there because that is where my mother's, my mother's side of the family, my ancestry goes back there. And, and they're like, oh, I thought you were a Zorian not um <laughs> Portuguese like I thought you were Azorian and I'm looking like at they're them, so disappointed <laughs> like <laughs> oh and I and I have to like just kind of like first of all I want to say you got to know your Portuguese history number one before you start s- sounding like you don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> and and second of all is we're all Portuguese god damn it we're all Portuguese we just came at different times we grew up, we, yeah. you know whatever but we yeah. all came from the mainland it's yeah. not, you know it was yeah. those islands were discovered the king said okay let's go out there let's let's make sure we you know and a whole bunch of people from there went there that's how it went yeah. it isn't like we just we are a crop of people that popped out of the you know with the volcano <laughs> or like the volcanic people <laughs> You know <laughs> it, it makes no freaking sense. I am no less Portuguese That's than so funny anyone yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am No, Portuguese. I so Maria,
1: <sighs> you have opened up a can of worms, but let me t- totally agree <laughs> with you. I totally agree with you. But you know, I I think this um it, it just evolved over time, right? Because so I'm half and half. I'm half Azorean, half mainland, right? And it's funny because the most of the people I grew up with here in California, their ansi- they track their ancestry to the Azores, right? So it was always like, oh, just everybody's from the Azores. Well, so then I meet my my husband and we're dating or whatever, and um, he's like, you know, every time he's from the his family's from the mainland. And he's like, you know, every time I meet somebody, they ask me what island I'm from. I'm like, no, they don't. He said, you want to make a bet? And the next time we meet somebody and they find out I'm Portuguese, you watch. And sure as shit, we meet we meet somebody and like, oh, what island are you from? He's like, well, I'm from the mainland. They're like, oh, well, you're not. You're, I'm sorry, you know. So then they like, give him a hard time, and and it's just like, why do people do that? It's just so infuriating it's, because it's, it just creates
0: it's the them and us mentality it is, it is. Yep. but then it's like in between
1: islands too and I just don't get it so yeah. the, the good thing is I, I do think that that territorialism is um kind of with the generations because we are mixed and there's not you know so many pure bloods <laughs> if you will right <laughs> so so I think you know it's dissipating a little bit but um, it has been, it was a real eye, eye opener for, for me because I had never experienced it before because everybody knew, Oh, your dad's from the Azores, whatever. And, but people really like get into it. Like, Oh, you're not in you're you're no good because you're from the mainland or, Oh, you're from the Azores. You guys are crazy. Or, I mean, just <laughs> yeah. so it's yeah. so important. Unfor- it's unfortunate because really that's what be- keeps our community, be- separate, we're all you know, separated. From the same place. Yes, I know. I know. We
0: are all I totally agree mm-hmm. from the same place. Right. Who just happened to have great grandparents, my great grandparents, who came to Santa Maria. Mm-hmm. That's from the mainland. That mm-hmm. is, that's the only difference. They decided not to stay in the mainland and come to Santa Maria. Yeah. But it, it's just, but well, there's, there's even any less Portuguese yeah. being born in the Azores. When did well,
2: that happen I for you, Maria? Where did, when did that happen for you where, were they from the mainland, they moved to Santa Maria? What, approximately what year was that?
0: Oh honey, I don't have, I I don't have that. I should have, I'm not prepared, Doug, but oh. I have, I have a, my, uh, I do have that. I do like, have.
2: What, like what century? Do you have any idea at all?
0: Oh, it was, wait, if my, it was my great grandparents. So oh,
2: that's fairly recent.
0: Yeah, it was my great grandparents, oh. not my grandparents, my great grandparents.
2: So, yeah. aside from those sent that that particular branch from Santa Maria, everyone of your other ancestors are all from the mainland.
0: They, I have no idea what happened to the siblings of oh. theirs. Yeah, uh, but we we're just tracking
2: your own ancestor. Yeah. That
0: my own, my yeah, right. I have no idea about if their brothers and sisters stayed behind. Yeah. In whether they were the ones that went to Algarve and are still in Algarve, or if some of them still are up in os munch area, I have no idea. Yeah. I know that some of them also went to Brazil. <laughs> that I know. Yeah. Uh, some of my um, went out to, to Brazil and that some of them also went to Madeira. So I, it's it really, f- it's funny how that goes. Mm-hmm. But I know with my... With this is all my mother's side of the family. So my my grandmother's parents were the ones who came from the mainland into Santa Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then from Santa Maria, they went to San Miguel. Mm-hmm. Because I guess it's the bigger island and they went there for I guess he was in business. He did business. He had business.
2: Yeah. Economic. So,
0: yeah. So yeah. So that's um But yeah, it's, it's really, it's really neat to see all that. And, uh, but as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's my grandparent, my parents, my grandparents, Mm -hmm. you know, they were born in the Azores. So I have, you know, a couple of generations and myself that, we were all born in the Azores in San Miguel. So, so Doug, Tom,
1: so if you remember before my many years ago, not many years ago, probably what, five years ago, my dad did the DNA test. Yeah. So before he passed away and it came back that, and showed that he actually didn't have a lot of Portuguese
2: DNA. Do I remember that correctly? Well, not, not exactly. Uh, see, the problem is, and I haven't logged into your father's account for a while. What, what happened was, is, is that there's just not enough people getting tested. So he matches somebody at a low level. And uh, I, 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 I'm not really remembering exactly what it was, but there was just a few people. They were not Portuguese. Uh, and then what that indicates, uh, and first of all, uh, your, your father did the Y DNA test. That's the one that follows the paternal line only. Uh, and so it's not the one that has all the percentages that you've been talking about. And so um, these connections that you, that are showing up are from easily 4,000, 5,000 years ago. Oh my and, God. And okay. so so these these people, you know, that are showing up are are branches that, that have settled in other countries, but the connection between you is three or 4,000, 5,000 years old. So what, what's that, what that means is that you don't, have anybody uh, that is uh, showing up from the Azores or from Portugal that, simply because there's a lack of testing uh, which we really need to remedy. but uh, that's the that's what's happening in your case. It, so far it's in a it's considered a rare branch simply because you're the practically the only one that represents it
1: interesting so I guess the more people that get tested, the and and that's where you see the changes in, I guess connections and percentages, right? So it does oh, No,
2: change. no, you can't you can't really do a, a connection between between percentages, which that's the, the the what I'm calling the regular normal DNA test that has the a lot of cousins from different places and uh, different size segments that you connect to people with. That, that's all what they call the autosomal DNA test. And I call it just regular just to use plain terms. But uh, it's the one that all the companies are selling. Uh, but the one your father got is the Y-DNA that, that looks at the Y chromosome uh, handed down from father to son. And so, so by, by being very narrow and specific, you know that you, he, your father got it from his father. And then he, your father's grandfather got it, gave it to, you know, your grandfather, whatever. It just follows the exact straight mm. line and there's nothing to do with percentages at mm. all. It's okay. all. It's just all like, when do you link up to these other people from other countries? Uh, when do you link up to people? From right. Portugal? Well,
0: well, the whole thing is, is when, especially if we're talking about the Azores, besides people from the continent coming into these islands, We also have, I mean, through the centuries here, we've had, what, the Romans, (laughs) even through the Iberian, but we've got, we've got through the islands, we've got the French coming through, we've got uh, the Celts coming through, Mm -hmm. we've got, we've got all of these, we've got the Dutch coming through, we, we have all of those, all of those remnants that come from our past, from way back when. And it was funny to see when, uh, cause I did 23 in me, that's what I did. All right. And so when I did that, because I always had that uh, feeling of, of telling whenever I would talk to anyone it, who would be friends of mine, whether they were Italian, Portuguese, whatever. And I would say, Oh yeah, you're Portuguese. You have to be <laughs> You've got some Portuguese in you. You have to. And it, this is a funny thing. And I, I said this already before my family would constantly tell me, cause my husband is English Irish and I married an English Irishman and my family would say, Oh no, Maria, he's Portuguese. He definitely is Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say, no, he's not. So I, for his, one of his birthdays or whatever it was, I got him a DNA test and, uh, and we're like, we're putting this down, you know, whatever. And he is, there is no Iberian peninsula, Anywhere near him, he is English, Irish, Scandinavian. I mean, you cannot, you know, this is it. Yes. And so, when my uh, and then he said, Okay, now you're gonna put your money where your mouth is because maybe you're not as Portuguese as you think you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, those fighting words with me. And uh, so I'm like, Yeah, all right, I'm gonna do it. So, of course, when I did it, it came back that I was like 97% European, which the the highest part was iberian peninsula which i knew that I wasn't going to say you know portugal or whatever because it it's that area there yeah. and then i've got italian i've got like five and the next big percent is after that is italian i'm five percent italian okay. which is really neat because i love italy and anytime i go there i feel like i'm at home but it's that handsome Roman man that came through you know mm-hmm. and somehow you know that happened and then I have Northwestern Europeans so I've got the French and the German <laughs> and I had always and I had always said you know my mother's side of the family like well you know they're more the French side or whatever they look like they're f- I mean I'd hang around my friends who are French descent and I'm like oh my god that almost looks like my grandfather because it it, it, it I could see it there but I also have German and that's like my dad's side of the family which they always said oh yeah we come from germans because they're all tall blonde hair blue eyes (laughs) you know and so that makes perfect sense i don't know why i didn't inherit that gene but that's a whole other story Mm -hmm. and but i also have british and irish and that all the and finnish which makes sense of all of the people that went through the iberian peninsula that's true It was literally all the people that pretty much went through and overtook it through time. And I, so I have all of those pieces and I can see through history just how long and why I have a 97% (laughs) dial of being who Mm -hmm. I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's, there's no doubt folks.
2: You know, what you're saying is it, it reminds me of something that I, that I think it might be fun to point out at this point um, you you talked about the 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 general uh, autosomal test that 23andme does and Jesse does it and it an ftdna the family tree dna the one that i prefer and uh, and it goes all these percentages so now now uh, angela's father did the y test which is the one that is the, the narrow Focused uh, paternal line. Now these, I can't do that. No, you can't. But but the thing is, that what I'm pointing out is, you can find out which exact ancestors gave you these percentages from the Y test. You can't find out any other way. Uh, but you you can only test your own line, your own father or brother or, or uncle, whoever has right. your paternal line. So you, you can only test one. So this is where you need to get a lot of people involved because, you know, you can't test anything but yourself. But other people are going to be testing. And some of them, maybe many of them, are going to represent other parts of your tree. And if you get enough people involved, you can find out many, many ancestors uh, what their origins were. And so you can find out, oh, I'm getting one that's, that has uh, a connection fairly recent to all the Swedes or this one here is, is, uh, getting the Celtic or, or whatever. And so you can, uh, that's why, why DNA I think is the most viable test of all. Mm. Uh, so so, so whereas
0: my father has passed away, I won't be able to have him do that, but no, I do no, no. have you, if, you, my, if you have a brother, I have my uncle, my dad's brother. There you go. So it's, I have to have him tested.
2: That's right. And it has to be done with the the Y DNA test at the Family Tree DNA, FTDNA website. And, I can tell you and, about that separately.
0: Okay. And so then with that and what I have for mine, I will get a better picture of
2: exactly who my ancestors Yeah, yeah. Were. And it, you know, okay. your your paternal line, if you go back to the right like, like 500 years ago, you have, you know, thousands of ancestors. And your paternal line is only representing One out of thousands. Now, obviously it's all you can do and you have, that's why you have to count on other people to get involved. Now, whenever somebody comes along and gets a test that's from the Azores, I kind of figure that that's representing me somehow, some way that I don't really know, but somehow it's representing me too. Because I figure that the chances are that whatever ancestral line they have, Even if I can't find an actual paper trail connection to that person, maybe it's just the beyond, maybe it's a hundred years before the paper trail records start. So somehow they represent me. And that's why I want to see everybody possibly get tested and get a get a, a complete picture as best as possible of based on the people who are alive today and can test who who are these people who make up the Azores in modern times uh, and how many different origins can we find uh, through these, through the, through the Y test? So this Hmm. is where it's so important to get the Y because it very narrowly does the focusing and it starts to answer some of these questions. Why are you getting Finnish or Russian or who knows what?
0: Right. Now, is this something Doug were that you can work with, like, the Azorean government to, to have something done like
2: that by island? Yeah, I would love that. Uh, I've never been approached by anybody, and I'm trying to figure out ways to do it myself all the time, every day. <laughs> but uh, uh, so far, nothing has come up like that.
0: Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, this is like my thought here right now, Angela. What an amazing thing for the government to be behind mm-hmm. in the Azores as part of their story. Because the whole thing about the Azores, as well as being Portuguese, whether it's in the Madeira or wherever, in parts of Brazil, and parts of Africa, uh, we're everywhere. And to have the story, but especially now with the Azores. Yeah. And having each island, the men in the island, be tested through their Mm -hmm. DNA. mm -hmm. Yeah. How amazing would that be?
2: Well, see, yeah. I've got a project going that, that through some group of people that I've collected uh, who donate money. Uh, we call them the Portuguese DNA Sponsors group on Facebook, and uh, we've we've got a lot of people tested. Um, it's always free unless they unless they're willing to pay for it. But if they're not, we and as long as they're willing to take the test, I've got the. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that are in progress, but somewhere between four or five hundred, maybe six hundred people uh, representing mostly the Azores, mostly the islands of Pico and Ticeta, but not not strictly. There's other other ones in there. Um, so we are doing it on our own without anybody's help, although we would sure appreciate the help.
0: <laughs> I I I just think that would be something. I think that would be something that the government would want to be behind. Yeah. As the ancestry thing. And uh, now Santamaria is the oldest island because it's the first, well, it's the first, there's different ones in, in ages. And I and, and the other day, someone had told me which island came up first, which is the oldest, which is the youngest and all that. But as far as people being there. Santa Maria is the first.
2: Yeah, and San um, Miguel is second. And San Miguel and, so, well, and before, Maria, this is second. So Santa Maria was discovered the third, but but the settlement pretty much from from that point on after uh, Santa Maria and San Miguel, then the settlement on all the islands pretty much in the middle 1400s and the late 1400s started on all the islands pretty much. I mean, with, I think Flores and Corvo could be the very last ones to be settled, possibly, yeah. but. But, it, uh, they, you know, it's still very early on, so if it was 25 years different, okay, it, it might have been. But they, they, they all sort of started out in Santa Maria, and it's really interesting that you just mentioned, keep on mentioning Santa Maria, not only because your ancestors are from there, but we started, uh, I mentioned this project to get the people tested. Well, I've got a group of people, really, really nice active group from Santa Maria, and we got some people donating to fund it, where we've been testing a lot, a lot of people. Uh, I think we're up to uh, 40, 45 people so far doing the Y DNA tests for, for the paternal line. Wow. And, and, uh, and, and what's so fascinating is that now we're starting to see connections between the islands. There's a mm-hmm. lot of testing going on in Pico, it's the best tested. In all of Portugal, no matter oh, what area, okay. it's Pico is number one. Why do you think that is? Well, because of uh, my interest in Pico. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, and, um,
1: see, Doug, you're the guy. Like I said in the beginning, <laughs> you're the guy.
2: And so, so what's fascinating is that we're getting connections to some of the people who got tested in Pico, and we're finding out that hey, they have a great match to this person who just got tested from Santa Maria, and so. It's happening more and more. There's several connections to Santa Maria now, and um, and it's and all brings the DNA that we even know about it. Well,
0: and again, it started in Santa Maria. There you go. Like just like my family did, they started in Santa Maria, but then they went to San Miguel. In the same way, they started in Santa Maria and they went off to another island. Yeah. It's it's it. You know, and there was a lot of island hopping.
2: Oh know? yeah, in yeah. the early days when you has a little look a little harder to find a spouse you know you often will find people uh going between islands
0: yep it's really funny and i say this a lot of times but like i feel like i'm related to angela like (laughs) i i feel like you know we're all connected somehow somewhere we are all connected and you know, so when I see someone who's also from Somigal and they're from, uh, you know, whatever, and I and they and I'll say, okay, prima, because God only knows we're cousins. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere, somewhere yep. we are all somehow related. Yep, I am sure. so
1: positive I'm, of that. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Yep. So, um, so I think most people that get into genealogy, uh, you know, what's the end end game for us? Um, do we get, you know, a, a really pretty fancy, um, a family tree, you know, drawn for us is it really just from a, a, knowledge standpoint to see how far back we can go. Uh, I think a lot of people want to know, are they related to nobility, things like that. Um, yeah. what, so a couple questions for you, what do you find is the biggest reason people are doing this? And then secondly, if people do want you know, the, the gold leafed family tree kind of thing, or even just something they can print out. What's the best way to go about doing that? I mean, especially if you don't have time to go to Portugal and visit the archives and do all the research. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the answer will be like, well, you hire somebody to do it, but right, how, do you, yeah. how do you know the best? Cause there's a lot of people that do it right. And how do you right. know that you're going to get th- that it's accurate and that you know, they're going to do a good job and not just like, Oh yeah, you were related to this guy, but you really weren't. I mean, not to say (laughs) frauds, but so kind of get to give some advice on, on that. But then yeah, how do
0: get
2: people started doing this? Well, I think that the people uh, who they start off with a question of uh, like, you know, your origins for, you know, like you were mentioning already, you know, (laughs) who you, who are the people in your tree? And who can you find? And, and is there a connection? I already heard this or that about maybe there was a connection to the nobility. Um, and and in, in fact, I think that for the most part, most people who are from the Azores actually can find a connection to the nobility. I've done it on various branches. Um, I, for, I struggled for a while to get that far. And um, uh, and I finally finally achieved it. Uh, as far as how you start off, well, you know, you got you got two choices. Either you invest a lot of time, learn how to do it, and the records are all available, or you're going to have to hire somebody. And if you don't have the time, but you work hard and you have the money, well, then then that's when you can do the hiring. And uh, there are people who who have more of a specialty area. Um, I sometimes get people making requests for mainland. Uh, research, and if if I don't either either have the time or the interest or uh, the documents aren't available to, available to me, I will send them uh, to someone I might know. But um, I have the two island specialties of Pico and Taseda and if you have ancestors from there, I, I can tell you that I know your ancestors, even though I don't know how you link to them yet. <laughs> if you tell me, I, I'll know that too. But, um, you know, so you just have to start um, seeing, seeing who's available, seeing uh, who you can afford. Most of the people starting off offering professional services start off um, at a very low rate, and they might not have the experience yet. And so they start off a little lower. Um, I've had some of my friends approach me and wondering how could they get started Offering there's one that I can think of uh, for Graciosa, for instance, they might have uh, they might have a lot of ancestors from there and and created quite a, a a database of of things so they kind of set up for anybody to come along and say well my 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 great grandfather was Manuel uh, de Souza and he was born uh, in Praia Graciosa in 17. 17- 99 or whatever. And so, you know, if you have enough information to get started, you can hand it over to somebody who is, who is rather expert in it and, you know, take it from there. They'll find what you can Mm -hmm. uh, on the records. As far as putting it into a final form, I very rarely get that request from anybody. Actually, I, they want the documents and what they do with it. I don't know (laughs) because they don't tell me, but, um, you, I would imagine they they are using a genealogy software so they can put it into a tree and input the information that I give them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they create a little tree and then they you know see how far back they can go on every branch.
1: Okay, so you're gonna do mine <laughs> since you already have all my family information anyway, but yeah, no, I need to find someone to to do it on my mom's side um, mm-hmm. because most of um, you know it's funny. I don't know if it's a good thing or, or a bad thing. It certainly makes it a little more convenient, I think. So both my paternal grandparents came from Treseda and came from like the same town. So it's yeah. not like they came from different islands, right? So they're like mm-hmm. from the same area. Uh-huh. And then my maternal um, grandparents, like all four of them, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure, like all came from Guarda, uh-huh. that area. So, so, I mean, ideally, hopefully it wouldn't be too hard to find, like, all the lines, right? Because you've got my my grandfather's parents and then my grandmother's parents. But, and, you know, someday we do all of them. But um, that's kind of – that's where they're from. So i got to find somebody that can help me with with that area. But you know, It
2: doesn't really matter so much what you said. I mean, it, it kind oh, of – Oh, really? It doesn't? It really makes it simpler to start with. But you're going to find out when you get to your Guarda Ancestors that one of them came from somewhere else. And, you know, pretty soon you'll be off on other tangents, you know, wherever that leads. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it makes really no difference. Um, there, there's a surprise for you. Um, I, I, I remember this uh, after you started talking about things that, um, when you follow your direct paternal line, your father's line and going straight back as far as you can go, Uh you get to the Island of Graciosa. Really? Yeah. Back in the, I think it's, Let's see huh. now. I think it's the 1600s. Interesting. Yeah, yeah you have wow. an ancestor. Came from the 1600s, moved over to Tessera, and joined the rest of your ancestors.
1: Interesting. Graciosa. Who knew?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> see, okay, you and I have to talk offline, and you got to, like, paint the all the picture for me. So do you have names, too, or uh-huh. No. Of what, um, of like who that was in the 1600s that came over?
2: Oh, you know what? I mean, I, I'm only going from memory, so I don't have a name. No, no, no. but I mean, like in your document, like if you were to go back and look, oh, yeah. And give, you know- oh, really? I keep everything in my genealogy program. Um, oh my god, and I, I have—I don't remember how many I have now, but you know, it's um, somewhere close to 300,000 names now. So, wow. and so, um i don't have it all—all all those memorized, obviously, but. Uh, Yeah, you know when I when I the genealogy program keeps everything organized. So all I need to do is type in your name and and whatever information I have input now pops up, and you're gonna uh, for you it'll I'll I'll see your father and your grandparents. So I won't have anything on your mother's side, but I'll have all your father's side.
1: Right. Okay. So send me an invoice and send me the data. (laughs) (laughs) I totally want to see it. I totally want to see it yeah I, you yeah.
0: know I loved I loved seeing the names and i I'm hearing you say I wanna hear the names because that I really yeah. love seeing I do them. have a
2: name. I do have a name i I I hope I'm hope I'm right if I'm wrong i'll I'll correct it later but um the the oldest ancestor at least the last time I, I don't remember the first name, but the oldest ancestor, I'll spell it for you because you probably are gonna spe- uh, pronounce it differently than I would. S-O-D-R-E. You know that name? Sodre? Sodre, I think. Sodre, okay. Okay. So that's the name of your oldest possible ancestor that you can track with paper. So the
1: only time I've heard that word, it's a it's a metro station in Lisbon. Kajosodre. There you go. That's
2: right. It has a, the family uh, has a connection to that. It's a it's well, a, a very heck, interesting one. I'm
1: going to go take a picture with that sign next time no. I'm in
2: Lisbon. <laughs> no. in, in My the family, things, right here. The fascinating thing about this family name, I have it too. Uh, several branches of it. Um, it. They came from Graciosa, uh, but they were in mainland Portugal first. They married into the family of the the a man who is the who they call him the Capitão Moor. Uh, he was the—I mean, sorry—the captain uh, Donatario, and he name was named as Pedro Correa de Cunha. He was a nobleman who was granted the island, uh, the administration of that island, by the king, and he connects to them. And the name Sodre is a is a, a Portuguese version of a of a a, a British name Sudley, S-U-D-D-E-Y. Oh my God. Now, now that before you start thinking that your your direct paternal line goes all the way back to subtly, it doesn't. because what happens is is uh, family names, you know skip around. Uh, you're gonna you obviously if if subtly or Soldre was your is your direct paternal line, but he's the only just the last ancestor because as soon as uh, you go the next generation down, it's changed to something else, and then it finally gets to, Costa or Pereira or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And, um, and those are all maternal branch names. So, so it doesn't, if you keep on following your, your Sodre ancestor, if you could, because this paper trail ran out, but if you could, it won't necessarily go straight back to this first Sodre. It will go uh, possibly from his mother or his grandmother or something. And then his own paternal line would be who knows what else. This is where Y-DNA will help you figure things out uh, beyond the records. But yet there is a connection to that same uh, place that you mentioned in Lisbon. And it all ha- it's all the same family. It goes back to actually Sodré itself. Suddenly, when it gets to to, to uh, England, it goes back further to a William the Conqueror. What? So he's, so he's oh in God. your ancestry.
0: You oh, don't my know God. How,
2: you don't know yeah, the no. connection. But William the Conqueror, the King of the king of England, and all that, they're all in your ancestry. Angela, no wonder.
0: <laughs> this explains it all. This <laughs> explains it. <laughs> I this love it. I knew I, I was royal. T- oh but, my and there's God. a reason I love London.
2: Yeah, I've always loved London. Now.
0: <laughs> I have to
2: get you a crown. You you have to stake your claim for I your, your piece of that your piece of England,
0: right? <laughs>
1: you send need a, a, tiara. Letter. I'm you need a letter. I'm sending a letter to the tiara queen. Stat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so awesome! Okay, I'm serious, Doug. When we hang up here, I'm gonna email you, and you're gonna send me everything you have, and then you know, let me know how much I owe you because this is really really fascinating. I had no idea. This is amazing. Mm. William the Conqueror. Oh yeah definitely you know i love that show and we've talked about this maria it's kind of yes nice. um that show finding your roots and there's yes. actually two and, and do you know who you are i think there's two different yeah. shows yep and um i remember cindy crawford found out that she was a direct descendant of charlemagne yeah. i mean and how cool is that right and well, so you know what we need to do uh, well sure so we've yeah so we've talked about Doug. Yeah. i don't know if i mentioned this to you but maria and i have talked about like what if we did a show like that but like specifically
2: about portuguese lineage Hmm. Like how cool would that be? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you you do you mean like which which uh, connections to the Portuguese go back that far? Like proven? Yeah, Yeah. that or
1: like you know we ask uh, you know a celebrity uh, you know that we're going to do it and we follow their line Mm -hmm. back you know Portuguese like a Portuguese. It's it's going to
0: be finding your Portuguese roots. roots. Yeah, You know, know, so someone like we uh, have the title and everything.
2: Yeah. Get someone so, like Steve Perry or yes, or,
0: yes, or, exactly, um,
2: or Tom Hanks. Yep, Meredith Vera. I can yeah. already tell you. Yeah. I can already tell you. I, I found uh, that I'm related to Tom Hanks and Steve Perry. That's that's fun. Both of them connect to me through Pico.
1: Really? I and thought Hanks Tom Hanks' family was from Tuscada.
2: Tom Hanks Tuscada? No, his his mother's more more recent connections were from uh, to Island of Flores. He has a Graciosa connection. I mean, sorry, a, a fail connection, Pico connection. And there are some that I don't know, some branches. So there could be other ones, but I don't know if anybody knows them. I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't, nobody ever hired me to do it. So I never spent the time it would take to, to break through some of his uh, missing links. But um, yeah, he has connections to Pico for sure. All right. Well, we just,
0: we've put it out there. We've made it known to everyone. This could be another TV series called Mm -hmm. finding your Portuguese roots. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, and Doug would be the person tracking it down. And, uh, I mean,
2: this is it. (laughs) We're executive uh, producers. uh, I can already tell you because even though your connection from the Soldre family is only hypothetical, uh, but, you know, because you would have to, he has the name Sodre from somewhere. He's got to be from that ancestry. Well, also, Tom Hanks has that same connection. So that means that at least remotely you're connected to him.
1: I knew it. <laughs> I've always liked him, of
2: course. <laughs> I, I think he's fabulous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and I love Steve Perry's music. I absolutely love it. Uh, and my connection to him is re- very remote, but from the 1600s in Pico. And you might have a connection to Pico you don't even know about. I have to look at your tree again to see.
1: Okay. Well,
0: pff, man, we get just <gasps> go William the Conqueror. Crazy. That's all I need to know. That's uh, all <laughs> I need to know. I will be buying a tiara for you, my dear. <laughs> you will have a tiara. <gasps> oh, yeah.
1: Oh, we're proud. We're yes. proud. <laughs> and then I'm going to I'm going to take a picture, a selfie, send it to the queen, and be like, pay hey, up. I, hey. want my, I want my part. Hey. Now,
0: hey, Prima. Hey, Prima,
1: Right? Like, am I, I know I'm in line. Am I like 10,000 in line?
0: Number 10,000?
2: Maybe, maybe like 20 million or something.
0: <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're still in that line. You're still in that
1: line. That's awesome. Oh, I love well, this. we, we blew through Oh my God, we're running out of time fast. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And we haven't even talked about food. So I know it's like completely not related well, to I food. can we tell you I love today. food today.
2: But, you know hey
1: but here's the thing what if there were like you know depending on where your ancestry is from you're to to like certain portuguese foods right <laughs> that would be kind of funny probably not because we all I, like I everything think, well, we yeah. all like
0: the well, same food, sure right, that's yeah. Not
1: right. <laughs> but, yeah probably not and yeah. i was just you know spitballing anyway okay so doug <laughs> so doug what is your
2: favorite portuguese dish okay well first of all i have to backtrack a little bit i'm i am not i was not raised in portuguese culture so i kind of come to it with open eyes and and a, and a need to learn a lot uh but we, we always did have a few things we always were uh we always had uh linguiça mm-hmm. um my grandmother always used to send us uh Portuguese Easter rolls, right? Actually, they were they were I think from Christmas, but Easter too. I, I think. Yeah,
0: massa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and,
2: and um, so those are really the only two things that I had growing up. Knowing that, hey, this is Portuguese. But uh, other than that, we didn't really have much uh, much to say about anything. I, I can barely tell you anything.
0: Well, since now you do know you have that, and right. you are, uh, you haven't gone and experimented with different foods.
2: Well, you know what? I, when I visited Taseda, when my, one of my cousins was alive, um, he took me out to the restaurants and stuff, and I had stuff. But um, I can't really tell you you know, what it was, to tell you the truth. Uh, I think I I think I had Bacallon. Yeah. But I yeah. um, can't really tell you for sure what, whether I liked it. There was a huh? time when I was in Pico at a restaurant in Santa Antonio, I believe it was, not right next to San Roque. Hulk. um a Hulk. yeah there was a there was a restaurant that had a really delicious it was a side dish it was some type of roll I just really loved it I can't really think what it was but mm. I, you know I mean I, I like the food I just you know just don't don't partake
0: <laughs> and so now do you so you don't partake in it now and with your children are, are they exposed to the Portuguese culture at all
2: well, my wife is Slovak and, uh, and and it we are on a just a good food diet doesn't really even matter what it comes from and it's a, a lot of vegetables and a lot of good stuff so I, it's not any particular ethnic type of food it's just good food <laughs> so yeah. Whatever
0: <laughs> yeah no good food is that's 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 important that's the yeah. best thing
1: so uh, so you you're i was going to ask do you cook anything poor? have you
2: experimented with cooking anything portuguese or not you know what my, my wife does um, in the past, more than before, before we were not really eating the good food as much. <laughs> uh, and so we, she did, she did uh, anytime she used anything with sausages, more often than not, she chose uh, linguista to do it with. Mm. So, so if, you so know, linguiça
0: is the big thing for you then?
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah I think so. I okay. mean, as far as what I know, what, what I'm familiar with. Yeah. <sighs> Well,
0: I mean, I know you're, you're all about the genealogy and doing all of that. And sometimes food doesn't come into it, but part of the culture is definitely besides um, knowing where your roots are is also taking in the rest of the culture. And hopefully one day, Doug, you'll be able to enjoy a little bit more of that because uh, that that's important. That's also important too. Yeah, well, this has been wonderful. This has been a very different podcast. It's not, uh, I'm glad we've done it because Mm -hmm. I know there are plenty of people out there that would love to know more about their ancestry and to, yes, realize that, yes, folks, we did not come up with the volcano from the islands. (laughs) We did come from other places and, Mm -hmm. and most likely it was all from the mainland and that we do have other other parts that make us whole, which is a wonderful thing. And I I hope that the people listening will put the information on how people can get a hold of you, Doug. And as well as, you know, to be able if they want to go down this journey of knowing more about their roots um, and where to begin, that, that would be a great thing. So for those listening that want to do that, we'll definitely, um, put Doug's information on for you, as well as, you know, <laughs> links to order your DNA testing. <laughs> uh, Cause that's mm-hmm. important too. And, and to know that, you know, if you're a woman doing that, that you are going to need uh, a male, you know, a male, a male relative. relative yeah, to be able yeah. to get the full picture.
2: Yeah. You and, know what, if you, if you have nothing but sisters uh, and or your mother was an only child or whatever, you know, you can, you can turn to cousins, uh, male cousins, just look to see, well, well, follow the father's line of your male cousin. It does it go to you, someone in your own tree. If it does, then he's your candidate. Right. Matthew, you know, and whatever.
0: Yeah. So, but this is wonderful. Thank you, Doug. I, I know you're, you're a busy man and we've tried on, on, on other times to be able to do this. And, uh, I'm glad that you took the time to talk to us and be at our table.
2: Mm-hmm. And, I,
0: and and
1: thanks to you, Doug, I'm walking a little taller today.
0: <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt that says Angela, the conqueror.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh <laughs> my God. I love it. So, this explains so
2: much. So much.
0: It <laughs> really does.
2: <laughs> is this that attitude that I'm detecting here? <laughs> yeah. Oh my like, god. I, love I don't know it. if that's a compliment or what. <laughs>
0: oh, no, it's a grand compliment. It's a grand compliment. <laughs> you know, sometimes she goes, I, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And of course we have these conversations that go back and forth. And it's like, yeah, now we know she is Angela the conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> oh I love I
1: love it. I love I it.
0: Can- I can
1: I can hear a few people, uh, their eyes rolling out of their head right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, right.
0: and I want to be there. I would love to see uh, your husband's. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, come to me, my fellow. Yes. Before,
2: you, before you start making yourself uh, too too special, I, I can t- probably tell you that 100% of Portuguese descend from the same person.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks.
2: <laughs> just bringing, it, bringing it down to the back to earth.
1: <laughs> you just burst my bubble. Oh, whatever. Well, it oh, was yeah. nice knowing you. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll always be Angela the Conqueror. I, I will. I'm still going to wear the
1: damn t shirt, of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right well this has been a ton of fun like way I, I got not to say that you're boring Doug, but i have to say it's like way more fun conversation than i kind of expected so this is, this is pretty amazing <laughs> um and yeah so like maria said we'll put the links there for your website and um i guess other resources that you think would be good to provide people, Doug. And um, yeah, and I guess if anybody has questions, just let us know and we can route the the questions to Doug or, you know, we'll put his Facebook page there too. And you can ask him directly. I know you run a couple of groups on Facebook. So yeah, there's lots of ways to um, and then we'll all, we'll all, you know, figure out who our, our grandfather was. Yeah. Grand father not grandfather but like the one guy that fathered us all <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah no with that i'll sit we're, we're gonna wrap it up and say thanks uh, for participating Thank
2: you, Doc. okay have a good day
1: Thanks, everybody out there for listening and joining us for another episode. Please um, take a few minutes to write a a review for us uh, on iTunes or SoundCloud, either one. Um, It really, really, really does go a long way with helping people find us. Um, And subscribe, share with family and friends and, uh, you know, just share the love. That's all we ask. Share
0: the love, baby. Share the love. All right. Até a próxima, Maria. Até a próxima, querida. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening to our Portuguese Table podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on SoundCloud or iTunes. And all episodes can be found on our website at www.ourportuguesetable.com. You can also reach us
1: at feedback at table.com with comments, questions, or suggestions.
2: Até, Até a próxima! próxima.